You're listening to The Fitness Lounge, where we discuss in-depth everything from fitness, health, wellness, and mindset. Whether you're just beginning your fitness journey or you've been involved in fitness for years, we have a little something for everyone. So just sit back, lounge for a bit with us, and enjoy. And now for your hosts, Nick Messer and Ben Miller. Hi, welcome back to the Fitness Lounge with your hosts, Nick and Ben. And today we're going to be talking about prioritizing your budget, the supplement hierarchy. Whenever anyone steps into fitness, one of the things I, I, I think that they kind of get a little overwhelmed with is how much money you can spend on it. In some cases, it's necessary. Um, but a lot of people, I guess, don't step into it with a budget in mind. Right. And they're not entirely sure, you know, if they're going to start spending money, where do they spend the money? Mm -hmm. Where do you, where do you prioritize the dollars that are going out? Cause I don't know about you. I'm not Mark Cuban. Most no. of our listeners aren't Mark Cuban. So we I don't mean, have, I think if we were, we wouldn't be here. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's very we true. We might be a guest on a podcast. <laughs> so we want to make sure that for our listeners, you know, we understand that all of us are on some sort of budget. Mm -hmm. uh, some have a, a bigger budget than others, but everyone has some sort of financial allocations and limits that aren't just free ranging. So we wanna give you kind of a little bit of a roadmap, some tips and tricks on how to prioritize the budget, and then we're gonna give you some specifics on what we feel is how we would load out our, in fact, it is actually how we load out our pantries right. uh, as far as supplements go. Yep. So. You can spend a lot of money on supplements, and I have in the past. I think we've talked about it on one of the episodes. I, you know, I've spent way too much money on stuff that never worked. But um, just a, a few tips here. Just stick to the basics. I mean, you, you can get just what you need. You don't need to try all these extravagant, you know, testosterone boosters. And I'm, I'm sure you've probably seen a bunch of different stuff. Tried it myself. Yeah, tried a lot of stuff. Um, and then another thing is. What, what's your goals like you know you should base base your budget on what your goals are you know fat loss muscle building uh what else we got like you know um I think runners, endurance yeah, yeah i was gonna say endurance or runners probably even have a different type of diet oh yeah very much so so um not just diet but you know you, you don't want to take the same supplements as a bodybuilder if you're going to be a runner or some sort of endurance training triathlons or i would add a caveat to your mention on the stick to the basics in that don't try too many new things at once. Right. Yeah. You don't you want to know, do that either. When you start out and part of what we're going to go through is what we consider, like I said, the specifics and the, and the must haves. When we go through that, those are the things that we would say concrete need to have these. And then the other stuff is where you can start sprinkling in, playing with it. But if you try and throw like five new things in at once, That's too much. you're never going to know what works and what doesn't. So you're going to feel like you have to have all five of those things. And it might've only been one thing that worked and you're wasting your money on the other four. And the next thing you know, you're throwing number six and number seven in there and exactly snowball effects and, and then you can't ever really attribute what was successful for you because ben's body is different than my body yep. what my body likes is different than what his body likes um we know that because we have different food allergies yeah both of us so yep. yeah and also if you can buy in bulk you know you don't want to buy a lot of stuff in bulk i know protein powders not, everything's got an expiration date on it and i'm not sure how long protein powders last but i, I well, they last longer than meat. True. Yeah, <laughs> last longer than meat. Last longer than your food prepping. But, yeah, that's very uh, true. But they too. can go bad. So I guess when I say buy in bulk, you don't want to buy like 
seven jugs of it. You know. Yeah, unless you're going. I mean, depending. Unless you're going through it that fast. Yeah, you but. could. I mean, I've I've done it. I've gone through a five pound tub and week and a half probably at, wow, at really? one point yeah but that was how many day were you drinking three right okay. and they were about 50 grams of, i mean it was going through 150 grams so one of, of those powder ones it was like two scoops each time or, yep. yeah yeah and that was when i said that cookie cutter right diet that, that my trainer had me on that was part of it you know okay. four eggs this that yeah. oh, it, which was great it tasted that's a, that's phenomenal. a lot man it yeah. was <laughs> each shake was like 900 calories i was pounding three of those plus Jeez. eating four times a day i did that on deployment as a matter of fact because you, know, you know the food is a little bit limited especially when you're on ship but even when you wherever you're going on deployment it was we'd always order them big 10 pound bags of powder you know we were you know sometimes you miss meals because you just or you get hungry and you're just like man i'm gonna just drink this right now and but so three steps here we could follow. You know, start a, start and set a budget. Like I said, based on what your goals are, then uh, research places to shop. And what I mean by that is, you you know, Vitamin Shop may have better deals than GNC. GNC may have better deals than you, know, you name whatever supplement stores you are, um, and then prioritize it from there. And you might have some local nutrition shops that have some great deals. And right. I know specifically the nutrition shops that we have around here. Um, carried that, completely different brands. That too. And so, you know, sometimes you might find a good quality brand, but your body doesn't respond well to it because everything's processed differently. It's mixed differently. And, and believe it or not, switching from brand to brand, even though it's for, for all intents and purposes, they're the same thing, but they're, mm -hmm. they're really not. And a small shift can be a big difference when you're talking about body acceptance and digestion and, um, and, and absorption into the cells. Yeah. A prime example for me is, I think we've talked about that before is the pre-workouts for me. You know, I can go to one place and they've got different brands in the other place. And, and the first place I go is those never really work for me. I don't get anything out of it. So I try the other place and then there's a stronger, you know, it's made different, whatever's in mm -hmm. it. And, those actually work. Well, and sometimes even just switching up, your body gets used to one thing, so you switch it up. Exactly. And you can go back to the thing you got used to down the road because now your body's no longer used to it. And um, I know not on necessarily a, a supplement the way you and I would talk about it, supplements from like, you know, creatine and protein, yeah. but uh, a natural supplements for uh, like kidney health and liver health mm -hmm. and stuff like that. My body will switch, will go in cycles, and I'll come back to that same one later on down the road, but it stops working for me because my body just adapts yeah, you get to, used it. to it. Yeah. So, so you want to go ahead and go into the, uh, we got it broken down into tiers on what we, what we think, our opinions, and what we actually use on what you should buy first, second, and third. Yeah, this was kind of a structure that uh, I, I kind of created a, a, a long time ago to help people understand how they should prioritize their budget. Um, I did basically a tier structure. So, you know, tier one is your at must haves. Like if you don't have these in your cabinet and you're buying other stuff, you're out of order. Um, your tier twos are things that are gonna be beneficial. They can help move you forward, but they're not the foundation pieces. So they're more of the icing on the cake. Your tier threes are what we would consider more preferential. Um, so that's literally, if you want it, fine but it's not going to be it's not going to be the cornerstone and it's really not going to be the big mover uh in your fitness journey to move you to your, to your goals pretty much regardless what your goals are right okay and especially if you're not putting these other components in place your tier threes are going to do absolutely jack nothing for you and then i do have a tier four and tier fours are, are basically just complete trash like 
you that, might as well be drinking sewage and you'd be better off than that's having all your that, tier fours. That's what we were just talking about, how you start taking five things at once. You know, you're, you're going to take something in that group of five, six, seven things you're taking that's not working that you mm-hmm. didn't need to spend money on. So the tier ones, this is actually a very small group. Um, we put in omega-3s, and here's why. The omega-3 fatty acids help your cells to become more soluble, which means they can absorb nutrients easier. Think of it like a sponge versus a hardened sponge. So a hardened sponge isn't going to absorb as well. A softer sponge will. If your cells are not malleable, they're not going to receive the nutrients. So you can take in all the nutrients you want, and they're just going to get flushed right out of your system. So that's literally, for lack of a better term, pissing away money. Right. All right. So omega-3s need to be a cornerstone in any nutrition. If you're not taking it helps with uh, joint joint health, mm-hmm. cholesterol, and it can help regulate blood pressure. Yes. You know, now, a lot of benefits from it. We're saying these in the sense that if you're not getting this in your diet already. So True. we're not saying that you need to prioritize taking omega-3 capsules over eating things like salmon. That's not what we're saying. If you can get all of this in food, food do it. But for most people, they don't have the time. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people just physically have a difficult time eating and digesting mm-hmm. that much food in, in an amount of in a daily amount um, so they need it more in a uh, pill form in a more concentrated form something that doesn't fill them up and take a while to digest yeah actually I do that with fiber now I mean I still have a little fiber in my diet but I actually take a supplement fiber just because I know sometimes I forget and I just don't hit what I need for fiber yeah they do that for 70 year olds too yes well that's why I'm <laughs> you know that old I feel like I'm 70 that's probably why I'm doing that um no, I actually, I actually will throw fiber in from time to time, especially if I notice that my daily I haven't gotten there yet. So I'm glad you brought that up because now I'm thinking my grandmother makes a metamucil drink every night. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, am, am I there already? <laughs> you are if you put yourself there. Yeah, I guess so. Um, the next one would be multivitamins. Uh, these are going to help support all of your your daily functions that you need. Uh, from an organ standpoint. Mm-hmm. So you definitely want to be having these. And this one, when it comes to multivitamins, um, these are great, I would say, for pretty much anyone because it is very difficult for 99% of society mm-hmm. to eat such a well-rounded dietary plan and then enough of it. So both. You need needing the right. variety of your fruits and your vegetables and you know getting enough of that in. That's For me, that's the hardest part. Fruits and vegetables, man. That's and that's difficult. why I'm taking the fiber because uh-huh. of that reason. Um, and then last is protein powder. Now, this one this one can be kind of argued that you don't need it. And, again, it goes back to if you're already eating enough protein in whole foods, you don't need to be putting protein powder in. But I promise you this. You cannot battle muscle atrophy without enough protein, and you're not going to exactly. grow any muscle without enough protein. So if you're not getting enough protein in your daily diet and you're not supplementing with additional protein drinks or shakes or however you want to put it, you're going to ha- you're not going to have the building blocks to build the muscle. It's, it's just it's, not there. It's essential for building and retaining muscle. That's correct, and, and reco- muscle recovery. Yes. So now again, if that's not your goal, uh, no problem. Then maybe you can mark this one off your list and you know lower your protein count per day. But I would say for most people who are um, chasing a fitness journey, most of them will need or desire 
a good muscular base. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be the next Mr. Olympia, but you need a good muscular base to be able to support weight, function, all those things. I would would recommend, you know, my opinion, I think whey protein is the best. It's a faster I mean, digesting. Yes. Um, casein protein, right. slower digesting. Well, that's what you want to drink before you go to bed, like you know, because mm-hmm. like you said, it's slower. Yeah, and that's so. That's a good point that you bring that up. Talking about the different types of proteins. Now, um, for example, I I don't have any protein allergies. My brother has a casein protein allergy. My wife has a whey and a casein protein allergy. So, um, I highly recommend for. Anyone who's listening to this, go get a food allergy test done because you might be surprised. As I mentioned in a previous podcast episode, um, my wife was, you know, training for a show. She was allergic to whey and casein. We didn't know this at the time, and her trainer had her doing pretty much the same thing I was doing. Three whey protein shakes a day. They were just 25 grams apiece. And her body was reacting, and it was staying puffy. Yeah, that's a lot to... Especially not knowing, that's probably, probably oh, yeah. wondering what the hell's going oh, on. Oh, we, and we couldn't figure it out. It took us six months after the fact to finally find out. So she has to have all vegan protein. She stays away from the soys, but she's all mm-hmm. you know vegan protein, which costs a little bit more, and it's not always as tasty. But, no, not. but it's also, there's no side effects to it for her. True. Now, for my brother, one thing we learned as we were going through this is that even though the bag says whey protein, sometimes they mix it with casein particles and isolates there's a small blend in there um i found out that uh was it synthesis puts wheat in there so all three of us have gluten allergies so guess what that was off the list so as you're doing this know your body and if you don't know your body get to know your body ask a professional by this time you do and then read the labels and it and i'll tell you what i get so sick and tired of doctors telling me read the labels read the labels read the labels but you know what it's the only way that you're going to know what's in there and i've learned read the labels for sure so all right so those are your those are your must-haves those are your cornerstones if you don't have those in your cabinet and you're buying other stuff you're you're misprioritizing at this point okay you're missing a lot of a lot of the boat if you will those are those are the three you want to try to have mm-hmm. over over the rest and your tier one is a very small it's a very small portion because you really only need those three the rest of this is is like i said icing on the cake and there's lots right. of different icings you can put on there so the ones we have um is creatine now i know a lot of people say oh creatine's a must now, creatine is not really a must you can get most of your daily creatine if you even have good you know three or four solid meat meals Mm -hmm. um you don't need to be going too much plus usually i'll tell you what for what happened to me when it came to creatine uh i was i was eating enough of the solid meats so i was getting my daily amount and i was supplementing so when i would go do my blood work uh, my doctor's like dude your creatinine levels are way too high your body's converting them so i had to actually cut it out um so there was literally wasted money because i was overdoing it yeah i uh this is one of those supplements that I, I haven't had in 10 plus years. I don't, I, I, I felt like I never got anything out of it. You know, like they said, it, and I actually kind of felt like I was getting more uh, water retention. Well, that's what it know? does. It's designed to help hold yeah. water to help muscle recovery, yeah. um, which I mean, that's a good thing, especially when we're doing the types of training that you and I are doing, where we're breaking our muscles down. We want to have the fluids in the muscle to recover, but you know, if you're show prepping, you want to drop that out That's quick, just like sodium. Playing with it was that, and I'm like, oh, this ain't right. So it, I just, I just didn't feel like I got much out of it, you know. So I haven't. Good, I, yeah, I good news is it's a cheaper. It's, it it's not expensive. It there, there's a cheaper one of I, all of them. It's I pretty just cheap. eat. You know, I have meat 
in my diet, I'll, you know, just about every meal, just about. So I know I'm getting enough out of it from there. So another one I put on here, this one's actually a personal favorite of mine. I, I pretty much keep this one in all the time yeah, I like this uh, is, is glutamine. It, it helps with immune system support and muscle recovery. There's a few other functions that it, it goes into that, quite frankly, I just got to be directly honest with you all. I had a brain fart about it <laughs> and I can't remember, but it does have a few other functions. And if I had to pick creatine versus glutamine, I'd take glutamine. Absolutely. If, I had to pick, if I had to put it in order. Yep. Um, Leucine, L-E-U-C-I-N-E, leucine, I'm probably pronouncing it incorrect. Um, that's another one I've, I've had in before. Um, I recommend it for weightlifters um, if you're doing resistance training. I've never, I've never taken that either. Yeah. Um, BCAAs, okay, so. This is a good one. It is. Um, there's a lot of new stuff coming out about BCAAs both, you know, on both sides of the fence. BCAAs have kind of been a cornerstone for a long time. So they say that protein is the building blocks to building muscle. BCAAs, in essence, are, are the, the mortar that holds the building blocks right. together is, is the best analogy to use those. A lot of the times you're going to get your branch chain amino acids, which is what BCAA stands for. You're going to get those either already in your protein powder uh, or in your daily food source. But there are times when you can fall a little bit short, so taking them mm -hmm. can help. I take them just because I'd rather have a little bit more than not enough. Um, and they've gotten some really good flavors out on some of the oh, brands. Some great flavors. Oh, man. So, uh, in some fact, of them taste like Kool-Aid when you mix it all. Mm -hmm. know, well, I've, yeah, I've got watermelon. I've got stra strawberry lemonade. I've got some Grapes amazing. Awesome. Yeah. So um, this one, this one's highly preferential because I've also heard other people saying, you know, pretty much if you're, again, if you're getting it in your protein and your food sources, you're, you're wasting it. Um, so this one, it, this one is completely up to you, but I would say the vast majority of the industry is on the boat of BCAAs are good. So another one I put on, and this one is more of a personal preference. And is, you can keep this one. Yes, is apple cider vinegar. Um, now, I don't like taking apple cider vinegar as a liquid, so I use the capsules, okay? But the idea behind this, and it can be anything that really reduces acidity, apple cider vinegar just tends to be one of the more commonly used methods. This is to uh, bring your body back to a, a balanced pH or even more of a base pH as opposed to an acidic um, so that your body can function. It doesn't really function well in an acidic state. You hear about, you know, lactic acids and, you know, you have too much stomach acid and all that. You don't want to be in an acidic state. So I take, I take some of these each morning just to kind of help me, you know, throughout the day. Uh, they're, they're stupid cheap. They're so cheap, it, it's almost not. What, the capsules? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. could probably do that. I've tried drinking that before, like my wife's done it before, and it's just, ugh, God. <laughs> yeah, the drinking was horrible. We tried it one time, and I was like, no, this didn't happen. Yeah. And I immediately went online. I was like, surely they're putting these in pills or capsules. Um, we started with the pills and then I switched over to capsules because I figured, well, I can, I don't have a problem with the, well, yeah, you could be the gelatin capsule touching right. my tongue, but yeah. So, um, one thing I'm going to add kind of on the fly here, um, if you are looking to gain mass, mm -hmm. okay, whether that's, I mean, you can do this with lean muscle size and we'll talk about that in a, in a, in depth episode down the road. Keep in mind, uh, carb backloading. We'll have yes. a conversation about that. Um, and this one's a crucial component in that particular diet regimen. Uh, but if you are looking to gain mass, Using some sort of carb enhancer for your shakes, if you're doing shakes, uh, which by this point down on the list, you should be on some level doing that. Mm -hmm. um, the one I prefer, I mean, I've tried brands like Carbolin. They That's taste the fantastic. 
That's one I've used before. They taste fantastic. They got a different, different, it's a blend of various mm-hmm. yeah. carb sources, but they're, I mean, I'm not going to say they're expensive because you get what you pay for. Um, but they're like, I want to say for like a two or three pound tub or whatever, it's like 50 bucks. Yeah, and about, it, yeah. it tastes good. But I also found that you can go um, get a 10 pound tub of dextrose powder and pretty much dec- the same thing for well the beautiful thing about the the dextrose powder is it's one transformation away from the sugar source okay. glucose that the body is in yeah. so it doesn't have to go through this transformation you know two or three times to get it to be readily right. available it's a one one hop jump basically to where it's immediately available and it was like 20 bucks for a 10 pound tub really so you think about the stretch and the fact that your body's not having to process as hard it's more readily and immediately available Mm -hmm. um so if you're looking to gain um mass whether that's both you know some people when they gain mass like power lifters they're thinking you know pure size it doesn't matter what the combination is it's muscle and fat um but even if you're looking to just put on lean muscle and you know how to properly gauge your carbs out and you're putting some in your shake using dextrose powder is a is a very uh, cost effective method to do to that. try that one I, like i said i've only tried the carb one before you know i think one scoop of that was like 50 grams of carbs. it was it was it i was would take crazy. it before and after yeah i was like basically for the dextrose powder it's like 10 grams for a tablespoon so i'd throw like two or three tablespoons which is in. about the right amount you need i mean mm-hmm. especially I mean, when it's I don't in think its the condensed body can, form yeah i don't even think the body can pr- process 50 grams of carbs when it takes it in initially, you know. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. When I was taking, when I was taking Carbolin, I didn't take the the complementary supplement you're supposed to take, and I forget yeah. what it's called. It's like I, I'm gonna, I'm going to butcher it. I know it's not even this, so don't don't quote me on this. It's like NX80 or something like that. But it's the same company that put it out, and it, they give you something to help your body process it. But it's like okay. so now I got to take this product, yeah, add this to, to it. Yeah. So now you know, and I just wasn't really keen on that whole marketing structure. I'm like, yeah. why don't you just reduce your scoop just size? About all of them are too. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the pre-workouts at the one place I go to. Like, well, you take this, and you can take this other one called I think it was. Uh, Vaso Blitz. So basically, it's the the NO2 part that mm-hmm. gives you the pump, but then you got the pre workout for the stimulant. So you got to buy two to get. You know, now I'm buying two things. You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of having to mix your gasoline and your oil for your weed eater, but you didn't have to do it for the lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, right. That's why I just bought electric. All yeah, right, battery powered. <laughs> battery powered pre workout. <laughs> well, talk about the lawnmower. I mean, that would be kind of cool too. I guess just plug it into my butt and let's go. <laughs> so speaking of pre workout, so we're new, moving to tier three now. This is again. If, so if you if you want to, this is highly preferential. I promise you, this is not what is going to make or break no. your your fitness success. Um, I, in fact, I'll, I'll give you even the caveat since we're going to be talking about pre workout. The only time that I would say that pre workout is crucial to your success is if for whatever reason you just cannot mentally get motivated to do it. And me personally, my motivation has always been right in the mirror. Either I'm not where I'm wanting to be and I need to push hard to get there, or I am where I'm wanting to be and I need to push hard to stay there. It was, my motivation was always there. I never, in fact, I hate pre-workout because it makes me itch. And every person that tells me, oh no, this brand's different, no, it makes my face itch and I hate itching. I'm like, I'll just go jump in a 
bed of fire ants and save me the money. You can do more than ants. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, you made a good side note. If you can't afford pre-workout, what's your recommendation? I, I recommend coffee. I, and I, you've probably even seen people at the gym. Look, I've seen people walk in with like a Starbucks glass. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's because really in pre-workout, you have caffeine in it, right? Well, mm-hmm. there's also caffeine in coffee. So... And coffee's a lot cheaper. You can buy a lot more of it, especially for those. Unless it's a Starbucks. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> Unless it's cheaper. Starbucks. You go there every day, that might be a little, get a little cost, costly. It might taste better if you're that well, type that too, of person. Yeah. But I, I would recommend, especially for those that have never taken pre-workout before, you know, and first-time, you know, gym users, or if you will, that, that would be probably one of the best things you can take, you know, just mm-hmm. to get that caffeine. And there's other forms of caffeine. I wouldn't recommend drinking, like, Cokes and Dr. Peppers. But, no. Um you know, get you a big tub of coffee and make it and have that as your pre-workout. I, I, I do coffee every morning and I do it mm-hmm. not because I'm looking for necessarily the, the mental energy kit. Yeah. Although I'm sure obviously I'm getting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do it because of the, the metabolic increase right. that right out the gates. Cause you're, you're coming off of a, a cortisol high from mm-hmm. sleeping and all that. So I just, just kind of like, kicking that in. And, I have coffee and more just go like, like the taste of it. I just like coffee. See, I'm, I'm the exact opposite. I, the, I mean, the only I way like I do the coffee is with coconut milk over ice with my vanilla protein powder in there. I've got to shake that it up. Sounds good. It, it is ish. It is, I mean, it's taken me a long time to get used to it, but I don't, yeah. I mean, I don't like coffee. I don't like tea. Really? I mean, yeah. I don't like wow. tea. Growing up in Texas, you would think I would, but, no kidding. um, so the next one, we mentioned this in a previous uh, episode on the fads episode was fat burners. Mm-hmm. Again, if you want to and you've got the money, fine, uh, do it. But this not, is not for long term, though. No, not long term. And and again, and I'm so personally against fat burners because um, for the 20, 30, 40, 50 bucks that you can put into fat burners, you mm-hmm. can put into one session with a maybe not 20 bucks, but you know, one session with a trainer yeah. and get good techniques that will help you burn. That you can take with you and carry on. Yeah. With. Far more than a fat burner is going to give you, um, and then have less side effects to it as well. For sure. Um, so, and tying into that water pills again, if you're going to short periods of time mm-hmm. and quite frankly, the only two situations that I think the water pills and the fat burners would even be of benefit. And I think we have a little bit of a disagreement on this, but is that if you're at the very low levels, water pills for sure. If you're in a very yeah. low fat level, you know, I tried water pills one time when I was like in the mid 20% body yeah. fat. And of course I didn't see anything. Yep. You need to really be down for guys into the single digits, um, females, high teens, maybe low twenties, depending on how your body sits mm-hmm. before you would even see any effects of a water pill, but a fat burner, probably well, yeah, not. I mean, my take on the fat burner, like you said, if you're down into the especially for a male, you're into single digits. I mean, you've already gotten there and that's, you know, you're talking five or 6%, you're pretty shredded. And, uh, you know, if you've got there without the fat burners, then, you know, why do you need them anyways? Yeah, that's I mean, exactly right. Proper, proper diet and working out cardio, however you, whatever it is you do in the gym. I mean, that's, that's going to burn the fat. I think the only time and, someone gets stuck on the fat burners is the situation we talked about before is when they throw it into the mix with seven other things and exactly. they don't know what works. Exactly. So they just keep it in there because they're afraid that if I take it out, then I lose my magic bean. Yeah. You know, and then the fat won't go away. That's exactly right. And I, I challenge anyone if you've been, if you're already in your fitness journey and you've been trying all these things and you've got this cocktail of pills and stuff that you're taking and you've plateaued, 
take three or four of them out at a time, especially if you're well over 12 different supplements you're taking. Yeah, right. Pop four of them out. Start with the, the tier threes that we've talked about. Pop those out of there and see if you notice anything. If you don't notice any change backwards, get rid of those. Yeah, you don't need them. Get rid of them entirely and, and just play with that scientific method. You'd be really surprised how fast your pantry shrinks down. Oh, and, and the cost. I mean, oh, yeah. you're, you're not going to spend as much. Yeah, you can start was, having memories. <laughs> go yeah, right. go yeah. have an experience. Yeah, no kidding. I remember when I was doing that, Like I, was t- I got tired of also taking – not only spending the money for it, but I got tired of having to take like 45 pills a day at different times of the day, you know? And then I'm oh, like, yeah. Is this even really yeah, Especially working? the ones you like have to take three times a day, yeah. four times a day. Yeah, take four pills three times a day and then take this one, you know. And some of them are wake big. Wake up at two in the morning and take it. My know. wife takes takes some that look like baby cucumbers. They're so big and they're green. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like how? Maybe it is a baby cucumber. <laughs> so tier four. Okay. This is a This is literally a personal preference as far as why I put these in tier fours and it's because of my own personal experience with them and after talking with doctors. I'm gonna get a ton of pushback on this. I mm-hmm. know it. These are gonna be your pro hormones and test boosters. And here's why. It is not because they don't work. Right. It is because we don't have enough long term data to determine what the long term effects are. Mm-hmm. When I started um six years ago for my competition, I went and got a low T test done because my trainer said I should, and we just weren't making much headway. And I think my T levels at the time came back at like 240 or something like that. This was six years ago? Yeah. Wow. 240. That's way, way below. Yeah. He's like, he goes, dude, we've got women in the gym that have higher T levels than you. (laughs) It's like... I was like, okay, well, thanks, I appreciate and it. And, and a lot of it was attributed. Talk like this. Yeah, it was it was attributed, <laughs> and it wasn't like right when I first started. It was a few months in, so I had been working out. Yeah. So you know, the workout had kicked in at this point. So I can only imagine what it was prior to, but it was mainly diet. Yeah, that's crazy. It was mainly diet prior to horrible diet and, and stuff. Um, so, anyways, so I started taking these, and saw saw results. When I started talking to my other doctor about it, he said, "Listen, here's the deal: if you want to take them, take them." All right, I, I can see that you're getting some benefits, but here's my hesitation. And, I, and I, I'm not gonna say I treat his word like gospel, but he's far more educated than I am. And he, yeah. he's been doing this a lot longer. He's there for a reason. Well, yeah, I mean, he at in his late 40s, he took first place at the Europa like four or five years ago. You're talking about Dr. Mike? Dr. Mike, yeah. 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 So part of the reason I go to him is because he's not only a doctor, but he's done and succeeded he's what I'm- experienced everything you're doing. Exactly. So, and he's worked on people like Branch Warren, you know, like I said, Dallas Cowboy. Uh, he worked on Ronnie, Ronnie Coleman when he was, you know, in, in college. Um, so, um, his, his note to me was, listen, we just don't know long term. And so, yeah, you could be putting stuff in your body now that's good short term, but you may pay the price. And the problem is, is once it's in, you can't take it out. Right. And if these are long term effects, it's kind of like everyone who eats all the sugary crap when they're in their teens, 20s and yep. 30s. And then guess what they get in their 50s? Cancer. Yeah. It, it It's a lead in effect. Now, I'm not saying, you know, maybe lung cancer, but a lot of the other ones... Yeah. Sugar is is natural. They've come out with studies that have proven that sugar is one of the leading causes or, or attributors, should I say, yep. to cancer. So, sucks. and the so first thing they tell you to take out yeah. of your diet when you have cancer, sugar, take out sugar. So, you know, that was my mentality: is I don't want to be putting stuff in my body 
that is going to cost me something later that is on. irreversible later on. I would rather play with something safe or in my case, play with something that has been around for 70, 80, 90 years. And we have all the data, we have all the studies, we know everything about it. It may not be as openly accepted, mm -hmm. but I could care less about what the politicians on the Hill put as statutes and say what I can't do versus what's actually decent for my body exactly. if I'm doing it the right way. Right. So I'm not, pro <laughs> I'm not a proponent of breaking the law for anyone listening. I'm just saying <laughs> right. it was my own personal <laughs> choice. So that being said, um, I guess I hope that this has been helpful this time. We really wanted to make sure that we not only gave you kind of a roadmap, but also some pit stops along the way to yes. take, give you some specifics, um, the key takeaways from this episode that we really want you to remember is first and foremost, set a budget and try and stick with the budget if you can. That's with anything in life, but start with that. And within that budget, really try and focus on your tier one items first. Mm -hmm. Take those and play with them. If you're just now starting fitness, do not go just because you have a big budget. Do not go buy all the tier ones and the tier twos. Right. Start with the tier ones. Start slow with it. Give it 90 days, maybe even four months. Let your body adapt to that and see how it's doing. And then I would probably not recommend adding at any time within a 60-day period more than two no. different components because it's too hard to gauge. Really, the best way, if you want to talk about it scientifically, you only add one at a time. Well, it, and also, I'd recommend you know do your homework on some because some of these you can get and have those three things mixed together. Or four things, you know. I mean, yes. like, you, know, you can find protein powders that have glutamine in it, or most protein you know, powders do have a lot do. of the BCAs yeah. already mixed exactly. in. Exactly. So they're, they're, if you do some research on it, and you can find some good ones out there that actually have a few things mixed in with it. That instead of taking three different things, you can take one thing that has. A yeah, and it may cost more for the item versus the other protein. But yes. when you when you were to bundle you what you would be down, getting, yeah. exactly. So, um, folks, we really appreciate you tuning in. We want to say thank you so much to all of our listeners sure. uh, across all the platforms. Um, we want to say thank you so much for all the support, guys. Just, I don't know if you all know this, but we haven't even been live two weeks yet. This is thir day 13 for us. Tomorrow will oh, be, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, now we're recording this and this will be released later, obviously, but just so you were, as we're recording this, it's been not even two weeks and we've penetrated South America, Europe, yep. Asia, um, waiting on Africa and Australia. Of course, Australia is like it's its own thing. When it's in, we're, we're in and we're fully That's right, in. mate. Yep. So, um, but the, the growth we've had is fantastic. And we couldn't do it without y'all. Yeah, we really appreciate it. And it's awesome you guys are supporting us and following us like this. It's it, it's it's a good feeling. It really is. Like, and surprising. You know, I mean, not that I'm doubting that we're good because we're good. <laughs> but that, it really appreciate it. It's, it's, it's just awesome. And we, we, not only appreciate, but we really desire your feedback. We yes. we take it. Want to hear? It. We want to hear back. Yes, every single message, comment, email. Um, we mainly got most most of our communication has been through Instagram, but every single one of those we check, we reply, we respond. We're highly engaged with y'all. So this is not something where you're going to see two hosts that are disconnected from the audience. We want to hear what you think. We want to hear what you what you want us to bring to you. Yes. Get us topic requests. We'll build episodes around them. Um, just as a precursor, so y'all know, we've had requests for topics on. Um, during and post-pregnancy mm -hmm. fitness and nutrition. We are already in the works right now of putting a series together for our listeners, and we're going to be bringing on a few people to 
tell their stories so that y'all can be able to hear about that. Another request that we've gotten is uh, diabetes. So we're going to do a series on diabetes where we bring in um, fitness athletes who have been battling and overcoming that and have succeeded. Yes. Um, So we, we are highly engaged with you guys. We really appreciate it. I can't tell you how much uh, this has impacted both of us, and, and it tells us that Huge. we're we're doing something that we we are bringing value to you guys. That's the most important thing. So, from both of us, keep crushing it. Thanks for joining us today. Listen, we love connecting with our listeners. So if you have any questions or topic requests, please email them to podcast at thefitnesslounge.net. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Fitness Lounge Podcast for more updates, tips, and content. You can also follow us on Twitter at, at Fitness Lounge 3. We are excited to take this wonderful journey with you, and we'll see you next time here at the Fitness Lounge.